Welcome to Really Old Movies. I'm your host, Harrison Scullin. Today I'll be reviewing an Alfred Hitchcock classic, Dial M for Murder from 1954. Alright, so for today's episode I'm talking about Dial M for Murder, and this is going to be a first time watch for me. I had never seen it before. I'm starting to get into it, and I... I'm loving every film I've seen so far. I, I really like Hitchcock, his style. And uh, yeah, I, he definitely is a great director and definitely deserves all the credit he gets. So with that in mind, we'll now get into the plot, acting, directing, special effects and cinematography, and the music for the film Dial In for Murder. <clears throat> so to start off with the plot, I gave a five out of five. I thought it was well put together and I really loved how he kind of toys with us a little bit. He starts it off as kind of like a romantic film. And then come to find out she's actually having an affair with this guy. And then another aspect of it. When we see the husband for the first time. Turns out he actually knows that the affair is going on. And he's playing, planning this horrendous way of getting rid of his wife. So it, it just... After that moment when the husband reveals his true nature, it totally changes the whole shift in tone of the movie. And I really, really liked that. It was really, really cool. And, but of course, you know, like Murphy's Law says, if it can happen, it will happen. The plan goes horribly wrong. Every horrible thing imaginable goes wrong. The wife doesn't end up dead. The guy who's supposed to kill her does. You know, it's just crazy Hitchcock style and I really like it very very shocking very surprising and I also love how uh we as an audience we know what's going on because you know we saw the husband talking to the his uh hitman right we saw him talking about it with him but that's it those are the only characters who know what's really going on so to see Grace Kelly's character Margot seeing her go to jail it's heartbreaking and seeing the police kind of wrapped up with their their findings it's it's really sad because we know the truth of it and it kills us as an audience so I think it's a perfect use of dramatic irony which is used a lot in Shakespearean plays and whatnot meaning that the audience knows something that characters don't so Really, from the beginning, we kind of know what's going to happen. We know at some point everyone's going to find out what's going on. That's what keeps us intrigued because we want to know when that happens because we have no idea when. So I was very, very impressed with that, and I gave it a 5 out of 5. Now, the acting. I love the acting as well. I gave it a 4.5 out of 5. I I think Grace Kelly totally stole the show. She was probably the best actor in the whole film. Really loved her uh, her acting abilities and I love that she has range as an actress a lot like uh Cary Grant in this same era you know sometimes she'll be in pretty romantic movies and then other times like in this case she's in kind of more serious roles so she was a very good actress and very impressed with her work here and what's crazy too is you know, you love seeing her with the Robert Cummings character. You think they're great together. 
but it's the fact that she's cheating on her husband and it's so complicated because on one hand you want to root for her you want her to get out of jail you want her to you know do all these things but then in the other you're like but she's cheating on her husband you know it's like it's crazy so there's pretty complex characters and i was very impressed with their acting abilities with her and ray milland who plays her husband uh he was really good as well and i loved how his character was kind of you know pretty calm and reserved the whole time and was able to come up with pretty good reasons as to why some things didn't add up it was very devilish you know he's pretty uh pretty evil if you really think about it and uh the only and the reason why i gave it a four and a half out of five instead of five is because of the robert cummings character he plays mark i thought he was a pretty bland actor and wasn't too interesting and uh yeah i i wasn't a huge fan of him i definitely think grace kelly and uh ray milland were the better actors as well as the john williams who played the uh the detective no not that john williams another john williams <laughs> so yeah but overall four and a half out of five is still pretty good i i think it was great acting <clears throat> now in regards to directing i gave a four out of five i loved the vision that hitchcock had for the movie but i do think this isn't his best work at least of the ones I've seen. That all being said, I think this is one of his kind of more mid-tier directing jobs. You could definitely tell this wasn't his passion project or one he really wanted to do. And when I get into cinematography and special effects, I'll get into more why I think he, he was pretty hesitant. But yeah, it's not terrible directing and it's not a terrible movie, like I said. It, it's a pretty good movie. One of his best ones. So... One of his better ones, I should say, not one of his best. Now we'll get into the cinematography and special effects. I gave it a two and a half out of five. Hitchcock detested having to use 3D. He absolutely hated having to do that. If you read about behind the scenes drama that happened on the film, he hated the fact that whenever he would get up close on things with the 3D camera, it wouldn't focus right. So there's some scenes like with the phone dialing or anything like that like the giant it's a uh, fills up the whole screen like in the very very beginning they had to create a giant phone just to do that and a giant hand to move the uh the dial on it uh yeah he he absolutely detested using 3d and it really shows because the scenes aren't that interesting like the different uh shots and whatnot and there's only maybe one or two scenes I think would look good in 3D, such as the scene where uh, uh, Grace Kelly's character is about to be killed, you know, when the assailant is trying to kill her, but it doesn't end up happening. But that's probably the only scene I think would look good in 3D. I, again, I haven't seen the 3D version yet, but I imagine it's pretty flat because that's like the only scene I could think of, maybe one other that it would really be noticeable in. So because of that, I gave it a two and a half out of five. And also, uh, there were some things I did like, like there's the courtroom scene where we just see Margot's face and her, you know, head kind of moving back and forth, the background changing colors, her reactions to what 
the courtroom is saying to her and all of that, which is interesting, but the visual effect kind of fell out of place because there weren't any other ones before or after like this. So it definitely fell out of place. I think uh, a similar effect was used later on in another Hitchcock film, Vertigo. There's another one. Okay, I've seen I've seen a lot, I guess. <laughs> uh, where Scotty, played by uh, Jimmy Stewart, he's like having a nightmare, and it's his head kind of floating through the air, and there's these crazy visual effects and colors behind him. I think that kind of effect fit better in that film and not in this one. So, yeah, I... I think I think it could have been better. I think it could have been better used in another film. It didn't really fit in here, so yeah. Overall, cinematography, special effects, gave it a two and a half out of five. Now, in regards to music, I thought it was pretty standard, pretty standard scoring. I gave it a three out of five. Nothing too crazy or dramatic or anything. Uh, if I really think about it, there wasn't a whole lot of music in it. It wasn't really on the forefront more of the dialogue was it's a pretty dialogue heavy film so because of that i gave it a three out of five it's not terrible music that's why i didn't get give it anything lower but it's not really utilized enough i think so overall that brings the letterbox score to a 3.8 out of five which i rounded up to a four out of five so yeah, again, like I said earlier, it's a pretty good Hitchcock film. It's definitely not his best film, but I, I like it a lot. I, it's definitely better than a lot of movies that come out nowadays. It, it's definitely got great twists and all of that that I think people like M. Night Shyamalan should take notes on. <laughs> this is this is how you do a twist in a movie. Um, yeah, overall, I recommend checking it out. Uh, the only place that I noticed it was streaming on was Canopy. That's how I watched it. But I, I could foresee it being on HBO Max or something like that in the future. It's a, it's kind of one of those... It's not like The Birds or Psycho where everybody knows about it. It's one of those that you sometimes hear about, sometimes see about. It's kind of like in the middle of the road because it's not quite to the level of like Die Hard hitchcock fan level like uh let's say blackmail or jamaica in you know some of his more obscure ones this is kind of more close to you may have heard of it but maybe not seen it so i recommend checking it out especially if you're a fan of hitchcock a fan of thrillers and twist endings i think you would really like it um but yeah that those are my thoughts and feelings on uh, dial m for murder from alfred hitchcock Well, thank you all so much for listening to today's episode and make sure to subscribe to our Instagram and Facebook to get behind the scenes information about the week's particular film. New episodes of this podcast are released Fridays at 8 p.m. Pacific Standard Time on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. So you aren't already, uh, follow it there and click the bell to be notified when new episodes drop so you can listen to it. All right, well, thank you so much for listening to today's episode. And if you have any other recommendations of a Hitchcock film or any other film from the 50s or even earlier, you know, make sure to message me on Instagram as well. I'm all ears for suggestions. But like I said, thank you so much for listening. This has been Really Old Movies. I'm your host, Harrison Scullin, 
Take care. Thank you.